Every day. Every night. Man. Motherfucker, a DJ? That motherfucker's really a DJ. <laughs> DJ World Premiere. Every day I need an ounce and a half. SP, the only flower that you know with a bounce and a half. Listen, kid, I need a mountain to cast so I can roll up, hop in the whip and like bounce to the ab. I get high cause I'm in the hood, the guns is around. To take a blunt just to ease the pain and humble me now. And I'd rather roll something up. Cause if I'm sober, dog, I just might flip, grab my guns and hold something up. I get high as a kite, I'm in the zone all alone, motherfucker, case I'm dying at night. So I roll them up, back to back, fat as I could. You got beef for Styles P, I come to splatter the hood. Every day. Every night. DJ World Premiere, the boy Wonder. Peace, Joe. Peace, DJ. The world is yours. Oh, man, how you feeling? How you feeling? Feeling like a king, God. Feels good, man. You know, you know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. We got the anniversary coming up. It's going to oh, be... Yeah. Oh, it's going to be an active week. It's going to be active. We are too cheap for uh, actual sound effects here, so no round of applause in the, <laughs> in the soundboard. But, man, we started this shit. I, well, this shit was started. It was created in my head, like, five years ago, six years ago. I was like, oh, man, I want to fucking do a podcast. Oh, man, I want to do a podcast. And this is before they was big. This is before I was even listening. And I'll talk more about this shit on the anniversary episode. But, like, the closer we get to this shit, like, the more excited I get. Because I feel like I dedicated myself to something for a year. And I was able to, like, keep up with it, manage it. Yeah, we had some times where, hey, niggas ain't record every week like these other shows. But we was still kind of feeling the grooves and throughout it. And I wasn't checking the research to see that, hey, we was actually getting spins. Okay. We took that's, a fucking... That's always good. Yeah, we took a two-month break. And in the middle of that break, I got an email saying, yo, the world is yours podcast rank. 124 in sports podcasts and I was like, what my nigga out of all sports podcasts and I'm like hey man this is this is some summertime shit because ain't nothing on but baseball so all sports <laughs> podcasts is down but I went and looked now my nigga we was up so uh shout out to the fans shout out to you Joe uh shout out to the Much gang love. yes <sighs> And I hate to, I hate, I hate that we gotta start here. I hate that we gotta start here. <laughs> but you know where I'm going. Fucking yes. Jameis, <laughs> fucking Winston, bro. Oh my god, the W biter. <clears throat> this nigga was a man unchained. 
on Sunday. You hear me? This was Florida State Jameis. He was out here running out the pocket. He did some shit where he was running, and it was two defenders in front of him. He faked like he was going to pitch it to one of the defenders. (laughs) Froze this nigga. This nigga was frozen. He looked like he wanted to put his hand out and catch, right? (laughs) What position is Jameis playing? <laughs> what jersey is he wearing? Why would he pitch the ball to me? <laughs> he almost shit himself. He couldn't believe it. Jameis got way too many first downs, and and after the first quarter, I said, "Man, he better calm down." Or this Michael Vick shit he doing out here, this shit's not going to end well. And we got Tommy. On the other side of the field, like nigga, that's that's still Tom. That's still Tom, yeah. Tom Brazy, you hear me? Go Brazy. Got hurt second quarter. Got yes. hurt. That shit Something hurt my with his heart. knee, man. That shit look crazy. I hate to see that. Whenever a nigga get carted off, I know we won't see him until next season. Oh my god. I know it. Like, I just know it in my heart. I never seen a nigga get carted off and he popped up next Sunday like shit was peaches. Like, yo, <laughs> what up, fam? Y'all good? Hey, hike, nigga. Hike on three, nigga. <laughs> One, two, three, team, let's go. Like, it ain't, ain't none of that shit if you get carted off. So, as soon as he got carted off, I'm like, yo, he blew his shit out. He blew his shit out the frame. And I'm expecting fake Tebow to come out there. Tebow Hill, I'm expecting him to come out there. Oh, yeah. And I forgot he had a concussion. Still so, on the concussion protocol, man. That, that's serious. My man, I don't even remember the hit he took that took him out. I think it might have been against the Giants. But he he's either a soft-ass white boy or that was a life-changing hit. Hill has taken some hits. I mean, he ain't Troy Aikman. He not Troy Aikman with, with taking hits. He has oh. taken some hits. I think I think Trevor Simeon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, relax. This is just a hot take. I think Trevor Simeon is the white quarterback of the future for the Saints. I knew you would say that when I saw him playing. <laughs> Why? Why? What I qualities you, you oh, let, let's, oh, oh, do not ask about any qualities in this man. <laughs> I don't need to see nothing in him to know why you already like him. He has the potential to be the quarterback that we need, the quarterback that's going. But he, he, can, he can be mobile. He can be mobile. And he did some things for the Broncos as well. So. I I think he has decent IQ as yes. a quarterback. I think he can let that motherfucker rip. I don't think he showed a whole lot of that versus the Bucks. No, sir. Because I don't think he got some practice time as quarterback one. Uh, so I'm not going to fault him for that, but I think he's got some good downfield accuracy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I agree with that. I still don't agree with him as our quarterback. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully this young man from Notre Dame, Ian Book, 
gets an opportunity. I'm looking for, I like when the young quarterbacks come out and show some real shit, but at the same time we can't we can't have either one of these two you know at our at our ranks right now trying to be a playoff Super Bowl contending team cuz we do have that type of team. Do we? I believe so. Look, the way Jameis was he was wilding, you could say he was wilding, but he was making shit happen. He was making shit happen. Yeah, he he was he was a playmaker. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I want in my quarterback, but yeah. at the same time, I want my quarterback to have the the sense of mind to lay it down when it's time. Cuz in the fourth quarter on the last drive Tom Brazy, a motherfucker approached him, ready to sack him. He just fell. He fell on his ass. He's and also forty something. He he's always done that. He's always just <laughs> falling down and not taking a physical hit. If he can avoid it, him, Eli Manning. I mean, that's a part of their their durability. I think I think Tom Brady says this is pliability. And Tom Brady yeah. talked that shit on Time versus Time, where he says, like, yo, what's the point of fucking laying your body out on the line to get two extra yards when you're going to get crushed? Mm-hmm. Now you're not available next week. Now you're not available the week after. Now you got lingering injuries that you got to deal with in the offseason. He's like, yeah, motherfucker come at me, 315 pounds, I'm going to just fall. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to zoom right past me. And then he's going to come back and tap me with two hands very aggressively to let the ref know that I'm down. And I'm not even trying to get back up. <laughs> I know my place down here. Thank when you. I, when I heard that shit, I was like, yo, Tom, that's the most pussy. Are you saying non- Tom Brady's soft? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Tom Brady's soft. <laughs> what is you talking about? Yeah. Tom Brady's soft as cotton, boy. Not the ultimate quarterback. Hey, Tom Brazy, soft as ever. Let me tell you something. Tom, Tommy, soft. He a vegetarian. He eat avocado ice cream. Oh, man. It don't get, look, look, the more and more I talk about him, you like, oh, this nigga is soft. He wear Ugg boots. Like, come on, dog. Nah. It's, yeah, it's the mid tops, too. I seen them, James. I seen them. Not the mids. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mids. <laughs> But it sucks. It sucks. Our, our quarterback is hurt. But um, yes. I will tell you, our defense out of this world yes. versus the Bucks. I like the rivalry games because usually rivalry games are low scoring. Uh huh. Because I know these tricks, my nigga. It's like two magicians trying to fucking do tricks on each other. You pull a rabbit out the hat, and you just yeah, nigga, I know that one. I got those, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me cut your bitch in half. You know what I'm saying? It's just, hey, I know it. Like I've I've been initiated. Uh, but one thing I love about our defense is my man from Ohio State, former Buckeye, Marshawn Lattimore. Knew you was gonna say that. Holding motherfuckers to zero yards and all types of great shit, right? <laughs> now explain, explain. Explain to me why you think Marshawn Lattimore is so good. Uh, I, I want to speak on how he's holding up, like you know, top re- top receivers 
to less than 100 yards in a game. You know what I'm saying? I think he was covering Gronk this game. And I don't. Uh, did we hear anything from Mr. Gronkowski this game in particular? Nah, he. Uh, I think Gronk was out. He covered Evans for a majority of the game because Gronk was in. Gronk was in for some of the game, and I think he was on him. I think well, a lion's share of his his time on the field was against Evans, and that's why Evans didn't way. put up no major points until like the second quarter, and even Evans' output wasn't what his normal averages and I think that's a that's a victory for a defensive player. If you he normally, is a top cornerback. Who is? Marshawn Lattimore. He held DK Metcalf to ninety six yards when they played them. He only got that one big play when he clipped him, like I told you, because he's a cheating he's a cheating player. And he and after that he couldn't do nothing on Marshawn Lattimore. So I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Marshawn Lattimore, he is, he's, 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 uh, what the ladies would call thirsty. Come on. Okay. Marshawn Lattimore is thirsty, right? You ever, you ever been around a bunch of young ladies and you hanging out and that one dude come around and he starts saying, Hey man, anybody got change for $5,000? <laughs> yeah, I know the hey, show. Remember, remember that time? Remember that time I killed a nigga in broad daylight? Yeah, that's crazy, man. And oh man, I dropped the keys to my Maybach. Like a nigga just start saying shit like that because women around. That's Marshawn Lattimore, bro. Oh come on. When you put a top tier receiver in front of Marshawn Lattimore, he go to bed early. He get ready. He be doing push ups in the fucking parking lot. He can't even walk down the tunnel. He, he's fucking ready, bro. He takes extra steroids, extra Wheaties, whatever he need to do. Don't say that man takes steroids. Well, not steroids, but you feel me. But when he got to go up against poo-put ass wide receiver, that motherfucker burn us. You hear me? <laughs> when he got to go up against <laughs> not even DJ Moore, because I think DJ Moore is like that. When he got to go up against Devin Funches. <laughs> His name sounds like what the fucking hell. <laughs> when, when he going up against old man Randall Cobb. Or motherfucking uh, shit. A white wide receiver. Uh, Cole, Cole Beasley. <laughs> when he's going up against one of those dudes. One of them dudes that ain't really like that. That ain't fucking top tier, top 10 in a position, it's like he don't show up. It's like he only he's only attracted to the stars. He got Mike Evans' number. This is like the fourth time. I think one game, no, excuse me, two games in one season, he, he pitched a shutout on Mike. Yeah. Zero catches, zero yards. Zero yards. Unbelievable, Michael said, uh, he didn't do it. It wasn't just him. Yes, my nigga. It yes, was it him. Was he, was, he was the only motherfucker guarding you. He was on your ass, and that was rookie season. Yeah. He is a shutdown corner, dog. When he want to be. When it's a star. Julio Jones come through? Maybe I, not. Look, this is the season, man. I, we don't need... We, I, our corner's not soft. Motherfuckers is hitting. I'm talking bounty program, G. 
Hey, we, if, if the Bounty Boys is bike. If the Bounty Boys is bike. Who that? Tell your, tell your poop put ass wide receiver. Your poop put ass running, running back. Niggas hey. is dropping like wow. flies. It's tough. And look, we ain't, we ain't even in the mix. We not even deep in the season. Mm. And we got injuries, bro. Yes, man. Tunyon, the oh. wide out for the Packers. Tunyon, he oh. got hurt. He got hurt when I picked his ass up to get a gang of points in my fantasy. The silly motherfucker, goose face ass. He got hurt. He still put up eight points, but damn it, the white boy got hurt. Yes. Uh, and King Henry. Yeah, man. I can't believe it, bro. I thought that kid was unstoppable, man. I thought he had a, a bionic body. Nigga, I watched him train every summer. He does the most unorthodox training. I never would have thought he'd go out on some foot injury shit. Somebody twisted his ankle down there. He twisted it the way he fell. So, know, I don't want to blame nobody, but he fell kind of the way he, before he went down. He kind of like his body turned a certain kind of way. Same thing with Jameis. It's like you don't know how to fall. I'm gonna tell you what this this is it for King Henry. We we were Man. just talking about him last week. We were just talking about him in the start bench or cut. We were just talking his good graces. This is it. Once you're a running back and you got bad feet, Brandon Jacobs. Your career is over. Yao Ming, center, <laughs> center with bad feet. Career is over. Nothing somebody, but continuous injuries. You know, uh, somebody told me Mark Ingram had bad feet. I want to shout him out because he had a hell of a game. <laughs> I did say Mark Ingram still has <laughs> bad feet, bro. <laughs> Go check. Refurbished. <laughs> Give me my whole Xbox, the big one. I told you he Camara needs him. My man got a pedicure. Shake and bait. My man got a pedicure. Jose think Mark Ingram bike like no, <laughs> he not bike just yet. He's still a poop put ass nigga too. How many yards he get? I don't even care. He did good. He did good. All purpose. And he came out there all purpose like a motherfucker. He did good. And having him back on the team is going to spell AK because he, they can't do the same thing. I'm not finna say they do the same thing, but they in the same neighborhood. Yeah, He can catch. He's shifty. He can take a hit. He can run. He's not as fast, but fuck it. If it's, if it's third and four, uh -huh. I, don't, I don't mind throwing it to Fucking Mark Ingram on the screen, cause he and, gonna run. My, he trying to run motherfuckers over for real, for real. And he can read blocks, and he's got mm -hmm. a little bit of patience, and he know how to fucking. Hey, he gonna sacrifice and and and, and dive head first out of bounds trying to hit that marker. He still so. got that acceleration. He still got that acceleration. What the fuck the Titans gonna do without Derrick Henry? Oh my gosh, man, that is I I am hurting for the Titans because that's their season. That's that's their offense. I ain't going to say he their offense, but I will say he is a major tool in their offense. He is the wheels in their offense, I will say that. Because he opens up a lot of avenues for them. It's everything. 
Yes. Tannehill's not as exposed because this is the same Tannehill that was the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Same dude. You just put him with a legendary running back. So now I look less bad because half of the time you put eight man in the box, boom, I can dink and dunk. A.J. Brown, Julio, Fisker, I can dink and dunk. I can find somebody. And then when you don't have eight men in the box, guess what? I'm handed off to Derrick Henry. Henry. Even when you do, I got time in the pocket because the fucking defensive line is tired as fuck from trying to tackle this nigga Derrick Henry Henry. all night. Yes. That shit's out the window, bro. We about to beat up. We about to see an average ass white man, if I've ever seen one, (laughs) playing quarterback. His his decision making has changed changed a lot from that was that the second quarter that they lost him to the the third to fourth to the overtime. But that was a hell of a game. But with with Derrick Henry's presence, they definitely could have took the game no problem. <laughs> but it extended it a whole lot. It wouldn't have went into overtime if they had Derrick Henry. Uh, he tried. He tried to go out there, but you could tell he was hurt. I think he only had like 69 yards. Everybody knows he gets better as the game goes on, and he didn't get that much burned in the second half. But let me tell you some real cool shit about life. Carson Wentz is a whole hoe out here. (laughs) Why you say that about Carson? (laughs) I I don't know how often you've seen this young man without a helmet on. He has all of the facial features of a whore, a ginger whore. <laughs> you just don't like ginger. You're terrible. Yeah, it's that. It's, it's that, that red-headed stepchild. <laughs> and I don't like it when my quarterback throws it into triple coverage oh just because Pittman is that nigga. I don't like that's, that. That's a no no. That's a no no for any quarterback. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Don't, I don't just like don't. That. Hey, if he's covered by three guys, somebody else is open, bro. Yeah. Somebody to run it. Only 11 motherfuckers on the field, bro. <laughs> Come on. And rightfully so, because Pittman put up like 100, like yeah. real easy. In the first half of the game, Pittman he was put up catching 100. every fucking thing. He's a great possession receiver. Small spaces. Yes. Don't try and hit him at your 20-yard line expecting him to run 80 yards every time because mm-hmm. he did it once. They put him in a bracket. And I don't know if y'all know what the bracket is, but imagine an H. You got a <laughs> defender on your left arm. You got a defender on your right arm. You in the fucking middle trying to run, turn around, catch the ball. With two motherfuckers, so no matter what move you make, you're alerting one of them. Hey, ball's coming my way. Hmm. Now I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna start backpedaling. I'm gonna do whatever, making whatever adjustments I need. Worst case scenario, I get a pick. Best case, in, excuse me. Worst case scenario, I just knock the ball out the way, so you can't catch it. Yeah. Best case scenario, interception. He's a chameleon when it comes to that, though. Ooh. He was playing ball. He was playing ball. Yeah, and then when they figured out, hey, guess what? T.Y. Hilton's not coming through that door today. 
Marvin Harrison not coming through that door today. <laughs> Edron James ain't coming through that door today, y'all. It's just Pittman and fucking Wentz out here playing catch. Body his ass up. That game still went into overtime. Yeah. Disgusting. Yes. Disgusting. It wasn't supposed to go that far. Because the Colts is not like that. Overtime. Another overtime <sighs> victory that pissed me off. And it only pissed me off for, for fantasy football purposes. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Joe Burrow, uh, a.k.a. AKA Joe Montana, Joseph Ohio. So the Bengals and the Jets go into overtime. Now I'm watching the game, and I see this quarterback for the Jets. I think his name is Mike White. Real serial killer name. You know, nondescript and shit. He looks like a poop butt ass nigga. I can agree, serial killer name. <laughs> given the backstory, my man was bagging groceries part-time, working at Rent-A-Center part-time two weeks ago. So how did this dude become a quarterback? I mean, he was like a quarterback in life. I don't think they was just like, yo, I don't think they said, yo, fam, I like how you lift those couches. <laughs> how do you think you could do on third and five? <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't think the nigga luck went just like that, right? <laughs> you think you can handle a scramble drill? <laughs> What's your two-minute offense look like, player? <laughs> I think he was one of those practice squad guys, but of course, practice squad guys don't get paid or don't get paid a lot. Yeah. So he's got a regular-ass job. And boom, check it. They knew they was going to sit old boy, Zach Efron, whoever the fuck their quarterback is. <laughs> they knew they was going to sit the, the band. Yeah, the bandana rookie. Hey, all you NFL quarterbacks, take that fucking bandana off your head, bro. It's terrible luck. Pat Mahomes cursed it. If you're wearing a bandana, it's over for you. If I catch my quarterback wearing a bandana, I'm writing a sternly worded letter. Uh, but they sat down the, the, the bandana quarterback, and they got Mike White starting. And the game is starting too fucking good, bro. Like, they not out of it. And I don't know if the Bengals are trash or if Mike White is, like, dead-ass nice because we don't have no tape on him, right? Yeah. You know, I, seeing this, I was thinking, like, some teams just may need two quarterbacks to switch in and out of the game just to confuse defenses. Because the way to end it, as fast as defenses catch on to things, it's almost like you need certain teams need two quarterbacks. I can't believe you just said that. What do you mean? I can't believe you just said that, bro. With the shit that we're going through in New Orleans with two fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> we don't have two quarterbacks right now. We had one. We had two quarterbacks. Last Adam. season, we had Breeze. We had Jameis. We had Taysom. And, and one of these other niggas came in every third down because Sean Payton likes to draw up cute plays. See how this works. Hey, Taysom, go out there and 
line up at wide receiver and do a jet sweep because because you're fast. <laughs> yeah, that shit doesn't work. Like it confuses that shit does people. work. Or even better, look at the 49ers with Garoppolo and the and the black quarterback that they got out the draft. Garoppolo said it. He was complaining about it. Before he got injured, he was complaining about it. Yeah, man, this shit's cool, but like every time I get into my groove and I'm feeling it and I'm in my bag and shit, coach put this poop put ass rookie nigga in the game. <laughs> nigga, I was feeling it. I was about to go out here and get some shit rocking. And then he put this weak ass nigga in the game. Everybody know what he in the game for. And also what it does, it doesn't give me job security. Right. If we win, I can't hang my hat on the win. If we lose, I don't know which one of you two motherfuckers is to blame. I can't go off a quarterback rating. I can't go off of, hey, you threw two interceptions and you fumbled twice. So it's really your fault or your fault. Like, you can't always do that. So having two, I think you should have a comparable backup at all times. Indeed. And I think your quarterback, if your quarterback's iffy, like Zach Efron, I think you should get the motherfucker. With I said some team should have two quarterbacks. Like, we was doing fine with just Jameis. At, at one point... Was we, was we doing just what fine? We doing, what, 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 what are we, six and two? That was a hard two we lost, though. Who we lose to? I can't remember, but I know I cried after one of them losses. I know, because it was... I think it was like Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, they hold us out in front of the host. Yeah. It was like Thursday night TV or some shit. They hope they they man. Fuck Sam Donald, bro. That nigga not even starting no more. That's how yeah. bad it is out here. That's what make, yeah, we lost to a fucking pussy. Ah. Pussy. So we can't keep talking about the Saints though. We'll be we'll spend this all is, fucking days. Saints, this is Saints cast. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens when you don't show up to work again? You see what happens when you don't show up to work again? You turn this into a Saints, Saints cast. Right, they so, have a second line in this motherfucker. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Jamar, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, they can't pull it out. Here's the shit that pissed me off, and this was what led the game to go into overtime. Uh, the Jets receiver catches a pass it's super close it's like third and four or some shit he fucking gets prepared to hit the defender the defender's coming in super low lower than he should it was almost like he fell or some shit but the defender on the bangles is coming in super low his head's already down in the perfect position the receiver for the jets actively put his head down to incite collision with the Bengals player. The ref threw a flag on the Bengals, helmet to helmet. When you watch the replay, it's like, yo, fam, these refs is smoking dick. Yeah. But that gave the Jets a chance to stay in the game. Uh, it shouldn't have been that close to begin with. So, I'm not, like, if the ref fucks up your game, with the exception of that fucking pass interference with the Rams versus the Saints uh, in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Don't. With the exception of that, if the refs fuck up your game and you lose, then you 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 just fucking, you just fucked up. It shouldn't have been that close, bro. Yeah. 
But I, I think that was more of a every dog has its day thing too. So the Jets just had their day because they're I, Jets are just not a good team. They're down there with the the Jaguars. The Jets are terrible. <laughs> the Jets are terrible. Dumps the juice. The Jets are terrible. The Bengals is the I like the Bengals offensively, defensively. I don't know what the fuck they doing over there. Yeah, they're in a tough division as well. So it's 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 been hard. It's been hard times for the Bengals to get it together. I can't say that. What aren't they they're in the AFC North, right? Yeah, I can't say they're in a tough division. The Browns are tough on paper. The Browns are <sighs> the Browns would be construction paper if they if, that, if he had the like, itchy itchy. You can't hey, you can't just rip that motherfucker, bro. You gotta put two hands on it. Yeah, you gotta take a little bit. But when you watch the game, Odell Beckham is not a target. He's not a threat. Juice Landry is cool, but he's always double covered. Baker don't throw downfield. They running back situations, low-key suspect. Even though man. Chubb just came back off an injury, they running back situation is still low-key suspect. And also, there's a lot of pressure on Baker because he did not. I repeat, he did not get offered a contract extension. Mm. He's in contract year. This is the last year of his deal. You don't think they'll resign him? I mean, he's... I 100% think they'll resign him. And with the fucked up stats he's putting up this year, they're going to sign him for a lot cheaper than what they would have if they would have signed him over the summer. He's not getting DAC money. See, he was in line for DAC money because he had a playoff run. He had a playoff win. He he had some pretty decent stats. But this year, with these fucked up stats, you hold that shit up to the light, Fam, your passing percentage, yeah. you want 130, and your passing percent, you can't get the ball downfield. You got how many turnovers, my guy? You're a quarterback. The leader of a team. I give you, I give you 70 mil and 62 progressive insurance commercials. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. You better get your money out of them commercials and them shows hey. when you show up. <laughs> you ain't getting that shit on the field, playboy. You're going to have to run us a soup to bowl. Uh, the Steelers ain't that tough. I mean, they sometimes tough. I trust their coaching more than I trust any player in their system, uh, especially their quarterback. I trust their coaching uh, because they coach don't fuck around. He's from Bad News. Maybe you heard of him, yeah. Mike Tomlin. Oh, yeah. Mike Tomlin, represent. He looks like everybody's favorite uncle. Mm-hmm. I know he wears a do-rag a lot, and I know he cusses a lot. He probably smoked black and miles when the camera's not on him. He has a tight bush fade, as they say back home. <laughs> um, what we got? What, what we got next? Uh, so, tell me why all the 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 it teams Ooh. lost this weekend? Why all the teams that's supposed to be like that, like they supposed to be dead nice? Mm, uh, this team is the best. This is the Super Bowl contenders. Why they all lose this weekend? The Bucks. The Cardinals, the Chargers, Cincinnati, and they all lost the teams they should have beat. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, the Bucks should have lost to the Saints as just because. Uh, the Chargers is 
not really that charged up when they go against dominating teams like they went against. And they went since, against the they went against the Patriots. Oh no, no, no! But they, the Patriots they are, against, they are they also went, in the NFC North, yo. The Patriots got a pretty well put together defense. They NFC East. Uh, oh, they East. They East. They, the Patriots are not a dominating team. Not since Tommy left. Remember, Tom left. Yeah, Tom's gone. And then was Cam. And now there's, who is he? Mac. Mac and Cheese. <laughs> That's what they calling this young man. Mac and Cheese. Also, a bandana quarterback. Take that fucking bandana off your head, boy. You don't know, man. This young man might accelerate. He could be the next Tommy. Let me shut up. I just need to shut up for that. <laughs> After I heard you say that, I was just like, yo, do I need to pause for him? Like, why you why you say it like that? Why you why you, like over, why you over sexualize it? Like I just did it like a Boston dude, but you said that shit like, like I thought got, I did say it like a Boston dude. I, my Boston man, you, is bad. You said it like you got feelings for him. I never, never. My Boston act, I never do a Boston accent again. Like Fuck the way it. you said Tommy was like the way I look at chocolate cake, bro. Oh, shit. You look at chocolate cake like, yeah, like you're going to fucking rape it. I don't want to say it like that. Grape. He said grape, ladies and Grape. Grape. As in the soda. The soda grape. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't know why the good teams are losing. Uh, Joe said some crazy shit like, "Hey, the Chargers wasn't charged up, and they and they went up against a great defense, and that's not true. We we all know that's not true. Uh, they went up against a decent coach. Their quarterback is trash. They was at home too. They was at home. My man got on TV. Uh, the quarterback for the for the Chargers. He got on TV and said, "Yeah." That crowd noise is fucking ridiculous. Bro, it's your home. They're cheering for you. <laughs> you better not tell me it's more Patriot fans in L.A. than it is L.A. fans in L.A. I, I can't believe it. The Chargers well, is not like that, yo. They're a good team, but they've always been that fall short team. Short by three, bro. And... Trade deadline came and went. No really big moves except for the one, the one move that had me confused. And and I know, I know, I know a motherfucker giving up when I see one. And this was a hundred percent that the L.A. Rams acquired Von Miller, man, from the Denver Broncos. Isn't he injured? Nah. He bike. He was injured last. He was injured last year. I think Bradley. I think Bradley Chubb might have got injured this year. I think they take. They alternate getting hurt. Um, <laughs> instead of getting, you know, some help for this whack ass quarterback they got, Teddy Two Glove. Nah, we don't need no help for that nigga. You know what we want? We want two third, fourth, fifth round draft picks. For next year. That's what we want. We want two draft picks from a team that plays pretty damn good that's going to have some pretty high draft picks. Extra bodies? I don't know what they're looking for in, uh, in Denver. 
Uh, I'm very confused, but I see motherfuckers waving the white flag. They started off good. Now it's just meh. Probably start a new rebuild. Bro, they've been rebuilding for like eight years. When's the they last time they went to the Super Bowl recently? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning retired, right? Yeah, that was like seven. That was like seven years ago. All they've right. been rebuilding since. Since my man walked off, he did the, the John Elway walk off with the finger. They've been rebuilding. They've had a different quarterback every season since. Hmm. Maybe even two. Simeon. Simeon uh, who else was it? Brock Osweiler. Uh, Drew Locke. Like, they've got a laundry list of quarterbacks. I mean, and they got, I guess you got to, you know, take some time to rebuild. You know, maybe they rebuild him with Legos. My nigga. They, the only thing I can think of is they making cap space and they getting draft picks for Aaron Rodgers. But did A-Ron go, go over there? Yeah, that nigga done in Green Bay, bro. Unless these niggas win a Super Bowl. I don't think he won't go to Denver, though. He playing some. He playing like a fucking badass. He definitely is a gunslinger in Green Bay right now. Yo, I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate his mustache, bro. I hate his yoga ponytail that he wears. I definitely hate that. Yeah. That seems a little racist to me. Did it was that racist that I said that? No, the fact that he wears it. I think that's okay. the racist part. Like okay. I think we can yeah. talk about it and that's not racist. I think but the fact racist. that he wears it and like I think he's got like a little white scrunchie in there, like when he takes his helmet off to keep I it tied back. Scrunchie in it too. Like, yo, what's up with you, dog? I want him to be discount double check Aaron again. You know what I'm saying? That, no, no, what? that's not my favorite Aaron. My Who's your favorite Aaron? My favorite Aaron was like when he was sitting on the bench behind Brett and like you knew it was Brett's last year and he was out there and he was going to start. So it was like his last year sitting on the bench and his first year starting. That was my favorite Aaron Rodgers because you knew that motherfucker had a chip on his shoulder. And that, was, and that was the only time it was acceptable for him to have that chip, by the way. Because we talked, we talked about it last week. You can't carry these chips forever. He was drafted super late. He fucking sat on the bench behind Brett Favre, and he said, "Yo, San Francisco, y'all drafted Alex Smith over me. Every time I come to San Francisco, I'm killing you niggas." And he did just that. He kills these niggas every time he comes to San Francisco. What do you expect, man? You can't do it forever, though. It, yes, it gets no. Nah, it turns into some bully shit. Like that's how bullies start. That's literally it's how bullies different start. in sports. Why do I have to keep reminding you that that's it's different when you're in sports to to pick on somebody or to to demolish them? No, you can win, but just don't add the yeah. Today's win was really special because. I was passed over by 290 teams in the draft, and this was 289. And <laughs> it, just, it just means something to me to come out here and beat this team. Like, fam, like, yes, every team slept on you. Like, he's got that grudge because they picked Alex Smith, but he don't have that grudge for the other 28 teams that picked somebody over him. You so he should. So he should just be out here on a mission. 
I'm a prove It's not that wrong. he's not out here on that same mission. It's just when I play you, just know I'm I'm actually I'm gunning. I'm definitely gunning for you, especially. I mean, you can't be mad at that. It's the spirit of competition. He's the Marshawn Lattimore of quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you. <laughs> you see how we tied that back there? Who that? Who that? <laughs> 359 days of podding on you hoes. <laughs> you poop hot ass niggas. And here's my last football hot take. Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not convinced. You're not convinced? You're not convinced in what? He beat the Detroit Lions like 44 to 6. Great. What are you, what are you not convinced about? I don't you need to do more than that. What's, what's that, like your second win? Third win this season, maybe? Hey, you need to pass the fucking ball if you're a quarterback, bro. They ran the ball the whole fucking game. They had three running backs get a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Hurts ran for a touchdown. Like, this shit was disgusting. He he threw for 111 yards, some ridiculous number oh, like that. God. But this, this, this is exactly why... I hate black quarterbacks. I love black people. I love black people. I love black women. I love black children, except for the ones that always ask me for money. But the other black children, I love them. I hate black quarterbacks, bro, because they went into Detroit scared because Detroit is playing some great football for 0-18. They're playing some great fucking football. And they went in there with a game plan of, hey, we can't fuck this up if we own time of possession. We can't fuck this up if we just run the fucking ball all day. Boston Scott, you tired? Cool. Come here, Howard. Run the ball. Hey, Kenny Gainwell, come run the ball. Jalen Hurts, go run the ball. You know who you remind me of? You remind me of that cop from Boys in the Hood. We didn't do nothing. I hate my gums. We didn't do nothing. Because they black. My gums black. <laughs> I hate my gums. I hate, I hate you niggas. Fam, he threw for it. He threw for 103 yards, bro. Yeah, that's pitiful as a quarterback. He threw for, for the win, the magnitude of the win. He threw for 103 yards and ran for 71. Like, come on. If if I have if I'm the coach and this is the only way we can be successful, if I have to scheme a four running back system, five if you count my quarterback. Some teams need two quarterbacks. That's not long term success. Oh, they have another quarterback. You didn't hear about the Eagles? Other quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Oh, for real? From Jacksonville? Yeah, they got his ass sitting on the bench. I fucking <laughs> like that dude, man. He's got charisma. Man, he was out here serving motherfuckers cheesesteaks. Yes. That's the kind of fucking quarterback you need, man. Somebody says for the people. Somebody that's going to fucking gun that shit. Tom Brady was for the people when he was a Patriot. They fucking loved him in Boston. He also didn't wear a headband like Gardner Minshew. 
Oh, he's he started the headband shit and the porn mustache. You got to give him his rights. No, he, didn't start, he didn't start the porn mustache. I don't know who started that trend or who brought it back in the NFL. Who brought it back in the NFL? He was wearing Hawaiian shirts, chancletas, cut off jeans, shorts. He was a regular Florida Whoa. boy with a porn mustache. That's disgusting. I what can't do you mean? see you're a football player. I only get to see like 3% of your face with your face mask. And it has to be revitalize the quarterback. Porn stash, man, go head up. Take it, make your way up. Light up to the porn stash, baby. Hey, just because you got a little black Cheeto mustache, don't be mad at the porn stash. I'm not mad at it. I I can't have one. I my I don't even I don't even know why my facial hair don't grow like that. But my mustache don't grow to the extent of you Magnum PI mustache having ass niggas. Excuse me, but most women want to love me sexy. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, bro. I just know that you guys and your porn mustaches. It's provocative. Your... It gets the people going. <laughs> you look like the black version of the Pringles man. That's what you look like. You look like the black. Just twist it up. Curl it up. Once you side. pop, the fun don't stop. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the world is yours. It's been a great show this week. <laughs> a man who said his name was in the Bible also said, once you pop, you cannot stop. This thing is crazy. I don't even know how the two correlate. I just, if you only take two things away from this pod, just know. Once you pop, <laughs> don't stop. That's Pringles, baby. The fun indeed <laughs> does not stop. These are confusing times. I want you to know that America and all of our people in uh, the Soviet Union listening. And we got like seven listeners over in Amsterdam. Like I want to shout them niggas out if they could put me up. In their crib when we do the pod tour, that would be excellent. We'll pod in your living room, like we'll do a live pod show in front of you and all your idiot friends, uh, and that'll be it. Uh, but let's let's bounce to NBA real quick. It's been a pretty good, pretty good, highly entertaining season. But one thing I've been missing this season is some drama. Missing some drama. And then I looked at a conference, a news conference, and I got a little bit of drama. Your boy, playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. Everybody calls him Zion. I like to call him Heavy Z. Calls. That boy chunky as fuck, dog. (laughs) He a cupcake away from overweight. Man, why is this nigga trying to play his way into shape, too? That shit only works for Harden and Shaq. He's not even active like that on the court to be trying to play his way in the shape. The layup guard. <laughs> Zion's out for two weeks, two to three weeks. He's out for two to three more weeks. Uh, you know, nursing an injury as usual. Uh, he looks, he doesn't look in shape as usual. <laughs> I just want to have this fucking conversation, bro. I'm not saying he a bust. 
But when are we going to finally admit that this motherfucker didn't meet our expectations? Fuck the, fuck the you're going to transcend, you're the new LeBron. Fuck all those expectations, but just the normal expectations of a number one. When are we going to admit that part? He hasn't shown anything for real. He's been pretty, I, I would say, broken up a lot. He's been injured. Uh, we haven't seen any breakout performances for him, really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we've seen from uh, a LaMelo Ball or even a Ja Morant. You know, people like that have done done great things. Even other people like, uh, uh, even if we, if we go old school, Derrick Rose has even come and dropped 50 points in games from injuries. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't seen anything like that from Zion. So. I just... I don't think, well, here's it's a two-part. I don't think he's ready for the pro system. I don't think he's ready for the pro system. And I think that he's so unhappy with his New Orleans. position in New Orleans, with the front office in New Orleans. I think he's trying to just force the issue slash uh, shit conserve his body. Hey, you know, Kawhi Leonard over here only playing 50 games a year, 60 games a year, load management. It's a name that we shall not speak. (laughs) Who, Kawhi Leonard? Yes. We can't say his name? Nope. Why not? One, he left my Spurs. Two, he left my Spurs. Three, load management. What the fuck is a load management? Low management is the athlete's version of PTO. Eat a PT dick. Hey, brother, you got paid time off at your job? Negative. Never took a day off. You know that. You know I don't take days off. Hey, you work twice on Sundays. Yeah, you but know it. That's, that's the NBA version of, of paid time off. Hey, you fam. Know Kobe Bryant. I'm trying to reserve my body. I'm trying to preserve my body for the playoffs. And here's the funniest shit. Kawhi said he was doing all that shit so he could be fresh in the playoffs. And Guess what? Still as fucking <laughs> exactly the playoffs came after doing pancakes. Goddamn it! <laughs> he sat down. Yeah, he sat down the whole round versus the Suns. He was out after they got past the Nuggets. He was out injured. It's more than just taking time off, yo. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta play certain games as practice games and you got to work through things to make sure you're ready for the playoffs. It ain't just sitting down because you still got to, your body still has to adapt to game day feeling. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can go through those progressions. It ain't just, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch a game or I'm going to take the time off. And motherfuckers be, who knows what you're doing in that time of eating Doritos and shit. I really love Doritos. Um, I, <laughs> so I support load management, but I don't. I think load management is ruining the yes. game. Yes. And not, not that like old school mentality. Oh, this person could only buy a ticket tonight. And this is the night you chose to sit out. Hey, my nigga. That's, hey, that's in the cards. You still got to come to the game, like yeah. be happy. 
and they and they're pretty good at about announcing when this load management shit's gonna happen. So go sell your tickets and come back to see another game if it suits you. Who knows? I I can't help you through that. Uh, but Jordan never sat down because he wanted to know if a fan paid for the tickets, he was gonna be there. Hey, that's bullshit too, bro. Uh, my thing is, it just separates the men from the boys. Yeah. I talk a lot of shit about these old school players, but John Stockton, I don't think he missed a game for like 14 seasons or some some crazy astronomical shit like that. Yeah, Never missed ballers. one game. That's ballers some cool ballers. shit. Like, I think yeah. you should be able to hang your jacket on that later on. Hey, I didn't do no load management. Ain't none of that shit over here, nigga. I, I ball. Nigga, ball is life. Yeah. Now, I will say, when, I, when I was younger, you know what I'm saying, I could take a hit. And I could, you know what I'm saying? I could be out there on the court, slip and slide and, and jam a finger and then go back out there and still play. And I mean, if your body is built for it, then you can do it. And that's how, I, I guess that's how they did it back then. Even LeBron, even Kobe, you know what I'm saying? And Melo, these people, they, they beast. They willing to play through that because it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of beast. That's what I say. Fuck that. You know, it's funny to me because I think I think the NBA Players Association failed the players. Mm. You know, they was doing the strike shit and hey, we're gonna we're gonna negotiate this, we're gonna negotiate this. One issue that they had a big deal with was the travel schedule. Hey, I hate doing three back-to-back road games. And that's what led to the original load management. It was because I fucking, we had a road game tonight. We traveling, we going back home. And then the day after tomorrow, I got a home game. We played two home games in a row, both of them late night on the West Coast. Mm. And then first thing Sunday morning, we on a plane. And we got a fucking game in Detroit Sunday afternoon. That's a tough fucking five, six day stretch. And everybody has to do it two or three times, four times a year. A yeah, the jet lag like is that. something serious. The jet lag is something serious. But if the NBA PA could have negotiated that, hey, this shit don't happen. Hey, we get some space in between road games. Yeah. But they didn't do that. What they negotiating for? Hey, we need. We need more flexibility with bird rights to contracts. Hey, we need we need more no trade clauses. Hey, we need more incentive. And yeah, it, that shit worked out because you got young niggas like Trey Young getting two hundred million dollar contracts as a result. You got super max deals coming out the wazoo as a result. Yes, that's great. But the next time these motherfuckers go to the table. They better bring up that fucking schedule. And it's hard because how do you get 82 basketball games in from mid-late October to April? <laughs> you going to have to play some back-to-backs, my nigga. Yeah. It ain't baseball. Baseball, they playing two and three games a day. I'm talking about a double header, my nigga. And yeah, it's just a nigga standing out in the sun and outfield, but shit. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. 
Uh, next item. Next item I got, man, and this is funny. Uh, Dame was at the free throw line. Oh man, I in, saw this in Philly. Yes, the Philly fans are cheering. We want Dame. Yo. We want Dame. I, how how would that make you feel? How would that make you feel if I was Dame? Yeah. Fucking trade me. <laughs> That's love, man. That's just love as a player. Because they know what he's capable of. So let me tell you what the new NBA hoe is. The new NBA hoe. <laughs> I'm going to go win by myself. I don't need to team up with other players to win a championship. And that shit was starting to die down. And then Giannis won a chip. Yeah. So now it's like hitting the reset button. Bradley Beal. Damian Lillard. Uh, who's the young boy out in Sacramento? De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Trey Young. Giannis. Nobody's going to fucking remember your name if you don't win a ring. They're going to say, oh, Dame, Dame Little was the greatest logo shooter ever in the playoff. <laughs> he didn't do it good Clutch enough. Shooter. Yeah, he didn't do it good enough because he didn't make the fucking championship ever. Because he was too sold on, I got to do this shit by myself. Because you motherfuckers on the internet have made this super team shit such a fucking fuss word. That niggas are scared to actually go play for a team they can win on. Fuck that, man. Except for KD. KD a real one. That nigga left OKC, went right to Golden State. Two two chips, two. Two two finals MVPs. Hey, and then what he do after that? Hey, deuces, bitch. I'm about to go out here. I don't like you. Don't like me no more. I like you no more. I'm going out here to Brooklyn, baby. I don't even. (laughs) Hey, nigga, y'all ain't got the only bridge. Let me go yeah. out here to Brooklyn. <laughs> go hard. Yeah, that I, I can respect KD for that. You know, he got his rings. He did his thing. I buy his shoes, me personally. Uh, but I definitely, uh, I, like I see what's going on in L.A., which I, I told motherfuckers from the jump about my man, Anthony Camello, sing his praises. Uh, Were you singing his praises? Huh? Were you singing Mello's praises? Did I not tell everybody in the world that Carmelo Anthony was like, an opposable thumb for the Los Angeles Lakers. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. So opposable thumb meaning you can lose it and you wouldn't know the difference. You could you fucking liar. If you lost any one of your fucking thumbs, left or right, you would be devastated in life. Fuck you. That's the reason why you're here. Your opposable thumb, you'd be a monkey out there if you didn't have an opposable thumb. <laughs> Mellow roll. Mellow is great. Mello, I I don't want to say Mello's the best six man of the season. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I don't want to see him sit on the bench all season. I want to I want him in the starting lineup. Do you see how? Look, if they play us, that'll be a, that'll be a big small starting lineup because they'll make Anthony Davis the five, and that's that's quick. That's a quick lineup.
What are you saying? Uh, Anthony Davis at the five is is, is Melo's not that quick, and Anthony Davis hates playing the five. That's, no, he doesn't. They when they when they won life. the chip when they won the bubble chip, he was the five. They played small. That was small ball. And then he has, uh, you know what I'm saying? He has other people that can guard the perimeter like Russ. Dwight played the five. Nuh-uh, he played the five. AD played five. I promise you. Dwight played the five. He played the roaming four, uh, but he played more defense on Bam. uh, But mainly it was Dwight because Dwight could put a body on him. And when Dwight was all tired and couldn't run back down the court because he was bodying up on Bam, Uh guess who was was able to fucking – Dribble, 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 post shot, dunk, alley oop. Anthony Davis. Okay. But it's a different Lakers this year, yo, because, you know, this, I don't know if you sort of. I see a lot of losing, bro. I see a lot of losing. I see a, a lot of things coming together, though. It's very early in the season, but we about to see some big things from L.A., especially with Carmelo. He's playing, he's playing like that Nick Melo. Here's the thing. I think L.A. needs a better coach. Not to shit on Vogel. L.A. needs a little bit. They need a L.A. Next... has a coach. His name is LeBron James. Let me tell you something. <laughs> LeBron will never, never, never excel professionally as a basketball coach. He's terrible at it. He He's a good on the floor general, but he's terrible at it. He can't even, and I don't know how many times you've watched them play, but when he's playing and Russ is playing and Anthony Davis is playing at the same time, LeBron can't move without the ball and let Russ cook, let Russ point guard. LeBron's so used to being LeBron's so used to being point guard, he can't move without the ball. He spends a lot of his time just standing there looking like a fan. Watching Russ, it's waiting for something amazing to happen. And then, oh, get a rebound. Oh, pass it to AD. And now he's back in his bag. Now he's directing traffic and shit. He can't, he can't. You either have to make him the point and make Russ the two, which isn't going to work well because Russ can't shoot, or LeBron's going to have to learn how to be better at moving without the ball, making plays happen without the ball. Go to set the screen. So that fucking Russ can dribble, dribble, get some attention, draw a double team, and then boom, dump it off to AD. Or boom, pass it back to Brown on the fade. Like, he's got it. Simple shit, bro. Simple Boy, shit. Yeah, I'm, but Russ I'm, isn't the shooter that they – that's why they got other people. And them niggas ain't shooting either. Let's well, talk, we're not shooting. Let's talk about these other motherfuckers they got on the squad because none of these niggas is shooting <clears throat> worth their life. Promise you they're not. And it's Who crazy. Not shooting? Who not shooting on the Lakers right now, baby? Who? You gonna make you gonna make me do this. In front of the hoes, bro. You gonna make Get me do it this. on the Google and show me. I'm not even a Lakers fan. I'm here. I'm here. So let's talk about it. When it comes down to the Lakers, Baysmore. Versus the Nets, Bazemore played 22 minutes. He was two for six. 50% for three-pointers. Horton Horton Tucker, three for 11. None, four for 10. Monk, 
six for 12. Reeves, one for five. Brown, four for eight. McClung, 0 for three. Ayai, 0 for two. Queen, two for six. That's a terrible fucking shooting night. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. That's the point. That's the point. None of these dudes is shooting worth they salt consistently. And you need that. You need a consistent shooter. I think we all know that you need a consistent shooter. Bazemore, when they played the, the OKC the other night, 28 minutes, four for six. You got 11 points in 28 minutes, my nigga? DeAndre Jordan played 13 minutes and got six points. Probably dunks. Alley oops. Yeah, he alley man. He alley man. Monk, if everybody's play, if everybody plays a position like they supposed to, they beat big and small teams. I'm telling you, man. The Lakers I mean, has got what it takes. A lot of shit's gotta fall into place for for it to happen. And I trust they're gonna get it in in control around All Star Break or shortly after All Star Break to uh, ramp up. Yes, sir. But I just think they need a better coach, a better actual coach, an actual coach that's going to be better, that's going to draw better schemes for what these three superstar athletes can do versus, hey, it all runs through LeBron. Let, let's let do what LeBron does, and everybody just be prepared to be a shooter. That shit worked in Miami with Eric Spolstra was the coach where you could say, hey, everybody just be prepared at the three-point line. To catch a, a driving dish from LeBron, that shit worked in Miami. The heaters were sweet, but you had a different level of shooter. You had Shane Battier, you had Mike Miller, yeah. you had Chris Bosh shooting lights out. Also, Chris Bosh made the top seventy-five players. No disrespect, but ain't no way he make it, and Clay Thompson don't. Ain't no fucking way, boy. Ain't no fucking, no fucking way, way <laughs> Ain't no way. That poop-hut ass nigga, that nigga won't shit in Canada. <laughs> Man, that shit hurt my feelings. Shout out to Clay Thompson. I miss you. Come back. Pause. That's your boy. I know that's your boy. I know you got them picked. Yeah. I got them picked. Uh, But... <laughs> With all the news that we keep hearing, uh, this, this bum-ass nigga who said he couldn't play because of mental health issues, we talked about him last week. He said he couldn't play because of mental health issues. So the team said, yo, fam, we take mental health issues very serious. We're going to sit you down with a specialist. This nigga said, nah. Nah, I'm good on that, doggy." I don't want y'all specialists. Now you scared. I don't think it's scared. Now, now it just looks like you just it's avoidance, bro. Like it's a full shit. Hey, swap swap Ben Simmons for Dame straight up. Portland will be happy. Philly will be happy. Philly will have a contending squad if Dame can get up this shooting slump. Imagine Dame with fucking Seth Curry at the two. Two very small, very small front court, but hear me out. Tobias Harris mm-hmm. and fucking Embiid and Thibault. That's Steph a... Curry is very accurate too. He's a high three point percentage shooter. Oh, he's good. If, yeah. if Dame could get traded to, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Dame is in a slump, 
or if he's just out here just shooting poorly so that niggas can be like, Yo, should we get rid of this nigga? We did everything he asked for this offseason. We got him a great coach. We got him some good teammates. We did everything he asked for. And now he not showing up. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's Chauncey Billups is the problem. Um, I, I think he might be ready to go from leave from Portland, but at the same time, I mean, it's still the, it's still beginning of the season. Still, what seven games in, eight games in? Yeah. yeah. So, who knows? We got some people that look like they want it, and we got some people that is just like kind of over it too. Yeah, so I mean, you can tell when these niggas really ain't feeling it, and they still getting paid. It's like it's like Marshawn Lynch. Like I'm just doing enough so that I don't get I don't in trouble. Get they don't think I'm, I'm here. Never have that attitude with the pod. Don't just show up to the pod just cause. Show up to the pod because the world is yours, baby. We will be back many days this week. Uh, probably every day for the rest of the week. DJ, world premiere, Joseph McFly. The world is yours. We in the sky, baby. Peace. Shmoody. Another drug and jungle. Another-
by some bitch named Alberta over nickel play the burner. And my bitch, swear to God she won't snitch. I told her when she hit the bricks, I make the hook the rich. Conspiracy, she'll be home in three. Until then, I look out for the whole family. A true G, that's me blowing like a bubble in the everyday struggle. I don't wanna live no more. Sometimes I hear death knocking at my front door. I'm living every day like a hustle, another drug and jungle. The world is yours. 